Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. And good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting here live from NGC Studios here in South Florida, and I want to thank you so very much for joining me here on this uh, Saturday night. Uh, We're flying solo this week, at least uh, for the vast majority of the show, because uh, Apex is on vacation this week. Um, So I hope he's having a good time wherever he is. Um, you know, in the past, present, future hour, I know where he is, but, uh, I'm not going to reveal that top secret information, um, because, you know, I'm trustworthy that way. But anyway, uh, contact info as usual, you can follow me on Twitter, at SamWNDC, hashtag, uh, Whitfield Report. You can uh, follow me on Twitter also at SamDeBurnDC. You can follow me on Gap Parlor and Minds at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Whitfield Report. Uh, SamWhitfield.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, or wherever else you get your podcast. Uh, Streamlabs.com forward slash The Whitfield Report if you'd like to donate. Uh, TTS. Um, get your comment read on air, and, uh, patreon.com forward slash whipfulreport if you'd like to support monthly. As always, shout out to, uh, Bruce City Synth, Sawson, and Fet Boy for their donations and their monthly contributions. We really appreciate that, as always. Alright folks, well to be honest, uh, in terms of what tonight's show topics are, I don't really have anything um, really set in terms of um, absolute topics, but I I do want to just kind of cover a whole gamut of things, and really I, I find that this show, uh, actually, I, I tend to have my best shows, oddly enough, when I'm annoyed as fuck about things, and, uh, this week is no exception, I am really annoyed, uh, just at the state of the world, and, you know, it's always been insane, but, um, you know, things are crazy, and, uh, you know, minus hanging out with you lovely folks, uh, you know, the world is just, it's crazy, it's, it's batshit, and, insane out there. And speaking of, uh, you know, the crazy people I love, hello to, uh, Leia Rapshaw, uh, Whiskey Runner 1, uh, Laura B. Dannon doing the drive-by, and, uh, Fellow in a Meadow. Welcome, you make my Saturday nights, uh, better, and, uh, because you guys are all here, I am not going to stab myself out of annoyance. Um, and, um, but yeah, I am, 
I'm annoyed because I am with Mr. Whiskey 100% that COVID uh, is a horrendously boring topic. At, at this point, like, I'm not even really afraid of COVID anymore. I, I'm just, more than anything, I'm, I'm fucking annoyed that it's a topic that we have to cover um, in the news these days because we shouldn't have to cover it anymore. It's, it's, it should be a non-topic as far as I'm concerned. And yet it's not. And I found a uh, column from the New York Post, uh, which pretty much sums up my feelings on this whole COVID thing. And I think it sums up, you know, pretty much the feelings of all of the regulars in this audience. But yeah, I always get some, you know, detractors who are always saying, oh, well, Sam, you need to pay attention more to the COVID stuff because it's different with the with the Delta variant or whatever, uh, you know, whatever variant we're on now. And, and by the way, we knew that the variants were coming, folks. We knew that it was coming. But anyway, um, this is the article from the Newark Post. And, you know, if I didn't know any better, I would have, I would have sworn that Mr. Whiskey, our own uh, Mr. Whiskey Runner 1, actually wrote this, uh column because literally all that it's missing from the uh all that it's missing from the uh the headlines a couple of uh yees and a couple of yeahs and and that and uh that's rights in the uh article but uh you know i'm sure we could add some in there uh but anyway so from the uh, New York Post, which is my favorite news source as of these as of these days. So here is the uh, editorial headline from the New York Post. Ignore the hysteria. It's time to move past COVID at America. And. This is written by the Post Editorial Board. I don't know specifically who wrote this because it doesn't say in the article. So for those nerds who are wanting to know who specifically wrote it, I'm sorry, but I don't have that info. Um, you know, I'll have the I'll have the link in the show notes as always. Um, but feel free to uh, you know feel free to look at this yourself. So the article uh, starts off this way. Mm -hmm. Team Biden sure threw the nation into a state of confusion last week with its scary flip-flopping COVID rhetoric. But Americans should rest assured America's pandemic is over, slain by Operation Warp Speed. Yes, COVID will still take lives, but it's simply not a major threat to people with immunity, whether natural or from the vaccine. Despite the new alarms from the CDC about the Delta variant's dangers and the, media, and the media hype amplifying them, the bottom line remains. Only a tiny fraction of those who are vaxxed have been 
infected and hospitalized. The Post reported last week, an even smaller flat fraction have died. Fact is, as a society, we have to move on and not be paralyzed by the vax resistant or those demanding zero risk. The good news, most of us are moving back to normalcy already. Don't stop now, America. The latest Team Biden and CDC guidance is a hopeless mishmash based on fear, politics, and butt covering, not solid science. Well, who's to say that it ever was based on, uh, you know, science, you know, to begin with? You know, and that that's just me speaking, but, you know, how much bullshit have we been fed over this? Uh, the data behind new guidance about the, the Delta variant, as Dr. Joel Zinberg noted in Saturday's post, are preliminary, based on small, possibly unrepresentative samples. One study involved the AstraZeneca vaccine that isn't even used in America. Let's face it, the CDC and its public health peers have been have been disaster shows all pandemic long. Recall the test insisted was only acceptable. Recall the test insisted was the only acceptable one until it turned out not to work. But the falling has reached the failing has reached the level that the only the rational thing to do is not to take its hopeless advice as gospel. Be sensible. Don't let the scaremongering stop you living your life. The risk of death or hospitalization for anyone who has gotten jabbed remains very, very low. Kids under 12 are also extremely safe. And yes, even... A single shot of the two-step Moderna and Pfizer jabs does a world of good. Well, that I'm not completely sold on. So then the article goes on to say, uh, so just get vaxxed. Uh, Don't make a scene over the stupid mask on plane trains and taxi rules. Uh... You know, as far as getting vax, look, I'm still not going to get the vax, folks. And, you know, if you want to get the vax, do. But, you know, there are still risks. And I will say this. I'm not getting the vax right now. The only time I'll get the vax is when it finally, you know, gets approved by the FDA. And even then, I will only consider it then at that point. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, it goes on to say, uh, if the jab had any, any significant side effects to me, it would be blurring on them. Basically, say stain and try not to, and try to spread the sanity. Humans are social animals. The holdouts will catch up eventually. 
the coronavirus may be here to stay, but the menace is gone. Uh, from 1918 through 1920, the Spanish flu infected roughly a third of the world population, killing tens of millions. The distance, the distant descendants of that virus still kill tens of thousands of people globally each year, but life goes on. That's the inevitable future of COVID because evolution favors strains that are more contagious but far less deadly, since killing your host is a losing strategy. In the decade after the Spanish flu, uh, the nation saw an explosion of social, economic, and cultural exuberance. Something like, like that is our own future, too. Once our elites get pa- get past their hysteria. Now it's time to move on and let the good times roll. Yeah, so for the most part, this is a pretty solid article. Uh, you know, again, it's an opinion piece uh, from from the Washington Post. There are a few things in here in here that I, you know, do take to swim with. I don't think everyone should just get the... Uh, you just get the jab and uh you know move on if if you don't you don't want to it's still up to you to get the uh you know the jab if you want to and uh, I still think that, that should be everyone's you know right to choose whether or not they do it but the the overall you know point is of this article folks is that is that the hysteria of COVID is over. The only ones perpetuating this are the Biden administration, the Democrat Party, and the mainstream media. And do you know what? Do you know why they're par- they're perpetuating it? I know this audience knows because you guys are intelligent, and you guys are up on this thing, but. You know, for those who are still, you know, for those who are still doubting me, for those who think I'm still crazy, at this point, at this point, the entire COVID thing is political. It's about political control. It's entirely political. We have Nancy Pelosi basically stating outright, in fact, let me try and see if I can... Uh, find this article. I had it on my phone here, but uh, long story short, she is uh, asking for people to be arrested basically for not wearing masks. It's, it's, uh, it's insane. Let me see if I can pull this up. But yeah, this is where we're at now. The, um, uh, The insanity of this. All uh, let's see. Okay, so this is, uh, 
So this is, uh, you know, something of a, that's going on here now. I Just as I uh, suspected, folks. Now if this will transfer over to my computer and what do you know, what do you know, what do you know, it should, so let me copy and paste this into Chrome real quick. And then I'll read the chat and get ca caught up with you guys here as well. Um, but yeah. Um, so this is just how crazy things have gotten folks. If, if you didn't think that uh, COVID was being politicized before. It definitely is now. But, uh, anyway, a headline from The Independent. Um, and this is the, uh, this is the, that Brit newspaper over there from across the pond. So this is, uh, this, you know, this is The Independent, which... I think tends to, you know, be pretty slender to the left, but even so, even, even the Brits are picking up on this. So headline from the Independent, Capitol Police told to arrest visitors not wearing masks as Republicans warn rebellion over rules. Madam Speaker, come and get me, says Representative Nancy Mays. So, let's see, scrolling down here. Mm -mm. A growing number of Republican lawmakers is playing chicken with the Capitol Police after refusing a new mask mandate, despite the threat of arrest. Uh, Capitol Police Chief Thomas uh, Manger told officers to report any members of Congress who refused to wear a mask, warning that they would be subject to arrest for unlawful entry under D.C. Code uh something something or other so wait if if republican lawmakers try and enter uh you know the capitol building without wearing masks wouldn't that technically count as an insurrection uh you know with with what the democrats are now trying to push i certainly believe it would under these rules so something to consider here, but let's uh, let's continue on. All right. Well, officers were directed to request to report members to the sergeant at arms for an immediate arrest. They weren't told to get any staff or visitors the same leeway. House Republican Representatives Thomas Thomas Massey and Nancy Mace dared Nancy Pelosi and the police to come at them. While Aaron, while Warren Bo, 
Bobert reportedly dropped an offered mask to the floor or slid across the table table per her office and major and Marjorie Taylor Greene called on every Republican to ignore the bullshit after the mandate was reintroduced on Wednesday. This is insane. Mr. Messi tweeted, tweeted, might as well come into my office and arrest my entire staff. We are not wearing masks. I swore at the Capitol Hill Police, but the chief of police made a mistake here. The physician and the chief of police don't have this authority. Uh, Miss Miss Mace, meanwhile, posted a video online along with a along with a bat, a pile of poo, and a clown emoji to taunt the House Speaker and Capitol Police to have to have at it while telling her staff to work from home and avoid arrest. I had COVID. I've had two vaccinations. I'm washing my hands. I'm even wearing my mask inside the chamber, but I'm not going to wear anywhere else. So Madam Speaker, come and get me, uh, Ms. May said. And so here is the uh, tweet for those of you who, uh, you know, watching. And let me see if I can play this video here for you. So here is uh, Nancy Mace's video. I think this is, this was from, yeah, this was from Thursday. Oh, wait, no, this was from Wednesday, excuse me. So let's, uh, let me play this real quick. You guys should be able to see that. distant from anybody else. In the tunnels this morning, socially distant from anybody else. I had COVID. I've had two vaccinations. I'm washing my hands. I'm even wearing my mask inside the chamber, but I'm not going to wear it anywhere else. So, Madam Speaker, come and get me. In the tunnels this morning. And by the way, I would uh, I would rate Nancy eight. I would rate Nancy Mace like a like a seven and a half, and an eight on uh, on the on the hotness scale. I mean, she yeah, she's not she's not bad looking at all. She's got that Stepford Wives look about her. So uh, just pointing that out there as well. Of course, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi has had way too much Botox for her own good, but, you know, this Nancy is the Nancy I, I like, for, for sure. So, uh, let me check the comments real quick, too, while we're kind of at an impasse and see what the live chat is saying about all this. So, and let's see who, who else has joined us. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, let's see. Well, I am I am reading the chats now. Uh, Jacob, Jacob is saying I wasn't reading the chat. Um, Hail Brew, Hail Laura. Uh, Larry says I am double I am double vaxxed, got sick both times, and still have the double mask at work in the nursing homes. Uh, I have to wear a mask to protect myself from the required paper masks because I am allergic to them. Yeah, I mean, that that's the other thing I've heard, Larry, is that some people are allergic to the paper masks. Um, Larry also asked the, the pertinent question, do hijab wearers have to wear... Uh, a mask. That is a good question, Larry. I don't know. Um, they they shouldn't, right? As long as as long as it's covering your face, uh, you know that that should be good enough under the current guidelines. But of course, who the hell knows anymore? Uh, you know things are things are just getting so crazy. Now let's see. Um, yeah, oh shit, yeah, and, and so, uh, till the, for the, uh, for the audience, so, Lara basically, Lara Rapshaw, regular in our chat, has to wear two masks, and he's asthmatic, so it just makes it harder for him to breathe, too, in short, so, yeah, th this is, this is BS. So, uh, Bruce says, I've never worn a mask, not vaxxed, and I changed absolutely nothing about my cleaning habits. I haven't been sick in over a year, and everyone, but everyone wearing masks has gotten sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bruce, I basically, you know, like, like I've said before, I, I wore masks in the beginning when this thing was new, uh, and I still, I still go, I still wear a mask, like, if I'm at, if I'm at, like, the hospital or something, and I have to do physical therapy or something, but other than that, I don't wear a mask anywhere else, I'm not vaccinated either. Also, uh, happy early birthday to Larry, he's turning, uh, 67 tomorrow, so happy birthday, Larry, I would love to play... Uh, a happy birthday song for you on stream, but they are all, um, you know, a lot of the ones that I would want to play are, uh, copyrighted, so that's not going to happen, but, um, happy birthday, you gamma, must be nice, must be nice to be turning 67, uh so yeah this is this is all getting uh crazy yeah just like uh just like Mary was saying and it's going to get it's only going to get crazy crazier all right so uh like so like we just covered uh Stepford wife uh Congress 
what it, what would be the congressional term for uh for a mill? It would be it would be quill. C C I L F. I cliff. Is that how is that how that would go? Yeah, cliff. That that would that would be the acronym, right? Yeah, because that's uh that is definitely man. Nancy Mace in this case, although I, I think if I remember, she's married to some Texas oil tycoon or something. But anyway, uh, back to back to the article from the Independent, though. Uh, Miss Taylor Green, who along with Mr. Messi is suing uh, Miss Pelosi over five hundred dollar fines for not wearing a mask, said the office of the attending. Physician has no authority to find members or deny their vote if not wearing masks. So again, this whole thing is, this whole COVID thing is political, as it has been from the beginning, folks. I'm not saying that the I'm not saying that the virus was fake or anything. Don't misunderstand that. That's always what the critics like to say is. Oh, well, anyone who's denying the severity of the virus, they're just saying it's fake. No, I've never said it's fake. Almost no, almost no one worth their salt, worth their salt has ever said that the virus is fake. But what we have all said from the beginning and what outlets like the Independent uh, only seem to be picking up on now is the fact that this thing is... Uh, you know, severely politically weaponized. And I mean, it, it's to the point now where, uh, you know, I mean, Nancy Pelosi is threatening to fine people, basically, for not wearing the mask openly now. That's a thing. And you know what? I would call on every Republican in Congress to not wear the mask. Right, I mean, Pelosi and the Pelosi and the Dems are already, you know, saying that all of the Trump supporters are basically, you know, traitors and insurrectionists. Right, so just imagine what would happen if, uh, you know, every every Congressperson and and hell, even a few of the Democrats. If they had any, you know, if they had any spine, would do the same. I dare all the all the Republican congressmen to just not wear a mask. See what happens. Are there enough Capitol Police to arrest all of them? Th this whole thing is political theater, folks. It it it's it's bullshit, honestly. And, uh, yeah, this, this is what happens when you let Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi get in charge. So, let's see. Uh, okay, so they're talking about, uh, let's see. The GOP blowback comes 
after uh, Mr. Monahan, and I believe he is the capital physician or something, uh, briefing to, to GOP lawmakers late Wednesday was followed up with the Capitol Police Bulletin Thursday morning, which was posted online by member uh, Kate Kemek as today's edition of Pelosi's Abuse of Power. So let me uh, let me read that tweet for you for those of you on audio. Um, in today's edition of Pelosi's abuse of power, Capitol Police have been directed to arrest staff and visitors to comply with her mask mandate for vaccinated individuals. Uh, for members, they advise not arresting but reporting members to SAA for their failure to comply. One of two. Uh, I cannot comply with this tyrannic order, uh, Ms. Kamak told Fox News. This is the people's house, not Nancy Pelosi's house. A spokesperson for uh, Ms. Pelosi said she does not control the U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, we were unaware of the memo until it was reported to the press, he said. Uh-huh, I'm sure she was unaware. Real sure. Uh, House Minority Kevin McCar- McCarthy said Capitol Police arresting people on the House side of Congress, but not the Senate side where there's no mask mandate is, quote-unquote, not the America we know. Uh, Steve Scalise claimed that the order claimed directly from Pelosi, despite the denial from his office. To be clear, Pelosi is directing police to arrest vaccinated people who aren't wearing masks. This isn't about science, it's about power and control, he tweeted. Uh... Miss Bobert, who has been one of the mo- most vocal po- opponents against against the mask mandate, led the GOP pushback on Democrats ignoring their own mask mandate, even as Capitol Police made arrest threats. Want to start with the uh, House attending physician Nancy? She tweeted along with a photo of Dr. Monahan. As you can see. Alright, so this just goes on. So you got you guys get the point. This this whole thing, like I said, is political theater. And I'm I'm glad the Republicans are finally uh you know waking up to this and actually uh you know getting some stones regarding this whole thing. It would have been nice if they would have had uh, just as many stones when it came to calling out the January 6th, you know, uh, calling the whole Democrat accusation of insurrection uh, BS because it wasn't an insurrection. It was a, it was a riot gone, gone wrong. None of, the, none of those January 6th rioters brought out brought like a gun or anything that could actually overthrow the government. 
and how Joe Biden even admitted that when he said that you would need like, uh, you know, a tank and a tackle nuke to overthrow the U.S. government. But see, this is where this is where we're at now, folks. Politically, Biden has you know people scared that it's going to be a uh, you know that that the Delta variant is going to be so much worse than the uh, than the regular variant, and that uh, you know we're probably going to need yet another vaccine because this one isn't good enough. And so, here's my question, ladies and gentlemen, and, and this is legit. Because I, I know that there are those who are, who are Democrats out there who are, um, you know, who are still, uh, you know, who, who, who do tune into this program and who do watch me, and they're saying, well, you know, Sam, you need to take the vaccine, and everyone needs to take the vaccine for, you know, we need to do it for the good of society, right? That's something that you hear a lot. Of. You know, don't be selfish. Take the vaccine. It's it's for, it's for the greater good. Well, folks, my question here is, at what point, ladies and gentlemen, at what point do we keep sacrificing freedom for the greater good? And really, is uh, is the greater good more important than freedom? In other words, is, is life worth living if the government can basically mandate everything in your life? Do we have any free will anymore? I would say we do right now, but, you know, that's going out the window. Because, because it's the government, and it's not just the government too. But it's also big corporations who are saying, you want to attend, you want to come to work, you got to wear a, uh, a mask. You know, what about going to concerts? I know we have lots of, you know, people who like music uh, in this audience. Um, you know, what if you want to go to a concert? Got to get vaccinated. What about, uh, what about if you want to, you know, go on vacation and travel with your with your family right i'd love to go back to back to denver and see my dad uh you know and see my family back out in colorado but i'm not getting i'm not getting the vaccine you know so i guess i'll be marooned here in florida which isn't that bad you know i i, I guess if if i've if I've got to be marooned in one state forever, I guess I'm in the best possible state to be marooned in so far. But he, but here's my overall point, ladies and gentlemen, with this whole thing. We cannot continue to be afraid of 
living our lives. Just like the New York Post article says, it's time to, to move on. We spent a year, an entire year, with people stuck in their homes. Uh, not not everyone. There were people who you know who thankfully still were able to you know get out and do stuff. But there were a lot of people who were stuck at home, forced to work from home. They were, uh, you know, they were told that it was going to be the end of the world and. You know, just just hang tight. We'll we'll get this thing figured out in two weeks. Well, then two weeks became one month. One month became three months, and so on and so forth. We, uh, you know, President Trump, for all of, you know, say what you will, but he did push the vaccine out first. And, uh, you know, Operation Warp Speed was a success in that regard. And, uh, you know, the only, the only reason why Joe Biden was able to win the election, and John Arcade actually had, had a few, uh, videos about this on his channel, so shout out to, to Johnny. I mean, the Democrats have pretty much admitted now that they used COVID as an excuse to steal the election. And so what else are they going to do? What else are they going to use COVID for? They'll probably try and use COVID to steal the midterm elections in 2022, I bet you. Hell, they're all, they're already cutting commercials of the January sixth riots, uh, trying to, you know, put Trump supporters in the worst possible light. They're basically trying to say that we're all insurrectionists, right? If you supported Trump at any time between twenty sixteen and now, you're an insurrectionist. You want to overthrow the country. You're a bad person. And you need to be punished. Well, folks, I'm here to tell you that that's bullshit. And I'm glad that people are starting to wake up to what a crock of shit this, uh, you know, whole COVID thing is in terms of how it's being politicized. Because that that's the god-awful truth. It is being politicized. I hope in the midterms that people see what Pelosi is doing. And I know it's I know it's California. I I know I know it's California and I know there's no way in hell that she's going to get kicked out. But still, we can all dream, right? I hope I hope Gavin Newsom actually does get recalled. I hope they kick him out of California. Believe me, I I know some good I know good people in California. Not everyone in California is a crazy left-wing nut bag. It's just, uh, you know, the people running that state who are nuts. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping this whole COVID thing backfires with them, folks. I, I really do. Um, 
as far as what my advice to you guys is, uh, well, my advice to, to you is, you know, I mean, you guys are already, you know, pretty good at not buying into the fear. And so my, my advice to you is, uh, you know, just, just, uh, keep living your life like normal, uh, you know, live inside out, uh, love your family, love your friends, stay close to, to them, don't let the hysteria get you down, uh, keep, uh, you know, keep giving Biden and the Democrats and the establishment GOP the, uh, keep giving them the finger just by being you and, uh, you know, being awesome and living your life and, uh, you know, to the fullest. Don't let the authoritarians get you down. And, uh, there's not much else I can say on that, really. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. By the way, folks, I, I do have a, uh, I do have a question for you guys that I want to ask. I'm posting this in the, uh, in the live chat for you guys. But I do want to talk about something here a little bit. We're, we're coming up on one hour of the, uh, of the program here. But I do want to ask, um... Have any of you actually watched the uh, Olympics at all? I haven't, but I'm curious to see what the uh, what the audience has to say. So this is the poll question. Uh, have any of you guys watched the Olympics? I haven't. Um, I, I don't, I don't know, folks. I, I haven't watched the Olympics, uh, since 2012, and, and it's not really, um, because I dislike, it's not because I, you know, like the Olympics or dislike the Olympics. I just haven't really been interested at all this year, um... I mean, part of it is I don't have cable, but I, I just, you know, so, and I haven't really found, like, any internet live streams that don't require, like, you know, some sort of, like, pay-per-view thing, but uh, I'm just not into it this year, personally. And I, I don't really understand what Republicans, are, what some conservatives and other people online, apparently there's this whole controversy with, like, Simone Beals, not, like performing in the Olympics, and I'm just kind of like, um, okay, uh, I don't see what the, what the big deal is, but whatever, I guess, so, uh, Johnny writes, uh, hey Sam, did you see Baked Alaska has challenged Merch to a fight in Tampa, um, Yes, actually, I did. Let me pull that up, uh, Johnny. 
the, that is actually something that I did want to cover. So, uh, thank you, I, I guess. Let's, let me go to Reddit real quick and, uh, let me see. Yeah, as, as Smart Wrenches goes, uh, the Olympics are just corporate greed, not national pride. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I don't know. I, 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 know, I'm, I know I'm a young guy, but it does feel, uh, in a sense, that, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, the Olympics still were about national pride, but over really the past few years, it all seems to be, you know, corporatized like everything else. The, uh, really, the only Olympics I really remember the last time were, uh, you know, were the, were the, uh, Olympic Games in London, and that was, I, I was a, I think I was either in my junior or senior year of high school when that happened, and I, I watched those just because, I've always liked England, and I thought that was a cool venue. But other than that, yeah, I haven't watched I haven't watched the Olympics in forever. So, and uh, you just know you just know that the Olympics are going to be getting woke here uh, soon too. So, all right, let me let me pull up the uh, let me pull up Reddit here because I I did see something on. Uh, Reddit. Okay. Oh, I guess I need to log in. Alright, let me see here. By the way, I, by the way, there actually is is a subreddit for the Whitfield Report. I believe it's r dash Whitfield Report, um, or r slash Whitfield Report. It's in the link. It's in the show note links if you guys want to post on it. But uh, since no one in this audience is really ever on Reddit, I don't really post uh, much there. I just know that I started it, so. Uh, feel free to post on there, I guess. Alright. Um. Alright, so, 
Um, so yeah. Really? From Revenge of the Sith? What? So let me, uh, let me, uh, get this video here. Woo. All right. Uh, let me see here. Okay, here we are. And of course, it's not going to show up. Okay. We, uh, we got that sorted, I think. So, so yeah. So as Johnny uh, Arcade points out, I guess, uh, I guess Baked Alaska is is uh, back in Tampa, and uh, he has now decided to, uh, you know, confront uh, Mersh for uh, talking shit. So, I did see this this afternoon, Johnny, and I, I found it pretty, uh, pretty funny, so. Okay, uh, Mersh gets punked by Baked Alaska. Really? From the Revenge of the Sith? What the? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? What are you doing? Look who it is, Mersh. This is Tampa. Wow. But look, look who you're talking to. Yeah, damn, you're fat as fuck. Holy shit! I mean, look like fair. You're yeah. On camera. No, I'm you I'm great. Show, you ain't showing it. Oh yeah. Why not? Why don't you fight me, bitch? Talk some more shit. Yeah. I mean, are you trying to do that right now? Yeah. Oh, he runs like a coward. <laughs> oh, like a coward. Fucking coward. Fat fuck. Merch like a coward. He won't fight me. Dude, I couldn't believe he's so fucking fat. <laughs> this guy's been talking shit to me on the internet for like the past five years. Holy shit. I just challenged him to a fight. Pussy ass bitch! Pussy ass bitch! If he, he, he said something. If he challenged her to a fight, you yeah. know who he was. Why did you even say huh? shit? Why didn't you what? just clean this cock and then say motherfucker? Because I am on probation. So you can't do things like that. Yeah. Uh, the internet is a, is a fun place, isn't it? Isn't it, folks? Yeah, all all, we, all these people are, and believe me, I'm not perfect either. But yeah, these uh these people are real are real uh char characters, aren't they? Um, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that Mersh is a saint or anything, but 
he could have, uh, you know, he could have gotten into a fight with Baked Alaska, and he, uh, he, he didn't. So, I mean, I guess good on him for walking away, uh, not going down to uh, Baked Alaska, Alaska's level. But you know, deep down. The fact that Baked Alaska called him fat, you know that deep down that's like, that that's really uh, bothering him. Just, just like, uh, just like uh, the other, you know, fat guy who shall, who shall not be mentioned on the show. Yeah, that, that seems to be that. the other thing is. The guys who love the fat head also seem to become fat heads themselves. But yeah, oh boy, good good grief. So yeah, so I'm not So I'm not really sure what happened with that other than um other than, than what we just saw. Uh was there any more to that? Uh, let's see. Yeah, he, yeah, no, yeah, no, Johnny, it, it is, it is funny how, how fat, uh, he's, he's gotten, he, he's, He's not even wearing the blazer. He's not even wearing the blazer anymore. The uh, the Miami Vice blazer anymore. Which, granted, it, it is August in Florida, so it's not really blazer weather right now. Um, so let's see. Uh, Plant Man. You said Johnny is the, uh, has video of it. All right, let's see here. Angie's. Okay, let's see here. Angie's random edits. Oh, okay, so there's more to this than I guess. Okay, let's see what this is. Baked, it's pot off. Let's get that fight time. going. Hell yeah! Is that really you? Let's fucking go, dude. If that's you, I want I want Pot Awful to uh, be the announcer. Maybe like Pot Awful and Ralph or some shit. I don't know if you guys get along, but. It'd be it'd be great to have uh, both of you. I respect that. Yo, thank you. It'd be crazy. It is. Email me podawful gmail. Um. Okay. Hey. Uh. What? What? Serge. I think Serge. Can someone just DM me his email, and we'll uh, make it happen. Let's go. Shout out to Podawful, by the way. Fucking dope ass dudes. They had me on their uh, podcast back in um. Back with Brittany Venti back in like 2017. So. Uh, Mersh would never box baked. Why not? 
He he said he was gonna fight me. Hey Chet. I challenged him to a fight last night. Uh, he he waddled his like fucking penguin ass away. Dude, guys, here's the thing. Like I knew um I knew that people were I, I knew that Mersh was fat. I didn't know he was that fat. Really? From the Revenge of the Sith. What the What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Who you doing? Wow. Look, look who you're talking to. Yeah. Damn, you're fat as fuck. Holy shit. I mean, that's unfair. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm great. You ain't showing at all. Oh, yeah. Why don't, why don't you fight me, bitch? Talk some more shit. Yeah. I mean, are you trying to do that right now? Yeah. Oh, he runs like a coward. <laughs> oh, like a coward. Fucking coward. Fat fuck. Merch like a coward. He won't fight me. Dude, I couldn't believe he's so fucking fat! <laughs> this guy's been talking shit to me on the internet for like the past five years. Holy shit! I just challenged him to a fight. Pussy ass bitch! Pussy ass bitch! If he, he said something. If he challenged to a fight, yeah. you knew who he was. Why did you even say, huh? say it? Why didn't what? you just clean this clock and then say motherfucker? Because I am on probation, so you can't do things like that. It was fucking crazy. It, it, like, this dude is the fattest motherfucker I've ever seen. Like, like his fat is just, like, protruding out of his body. Like, like his body type is not supposed to be fat, but this motherfucker eats so much. It, it's crazy. And, like, I, I was, yeah, he's, like, pregnant fat. Like, I was, I was just shocked. I was like, holy shit, because, like, on the show, you just see his fucking face. So I was like, oh, like, maybe he's a little chubby or something like But, like, I saw him in person. And it, it was it was fucking rough. And the crazy thing is, this dude spends years talking shit about me. He spends years talking shit about me. And yet, I call him out. He couldn't even say anything to my face. He wouldn't fight me. He wouldn't, you know, stand up. So I gave a formal fight I mean, to be fair, it is Baked Alaska, and it's n it's not like Baked Alaska has earned. It's not like Baked Alaska has earned all the shit talking that uh, you know, he's gotten from Mersh or uh, you know, other people. So, I mean, I mean, hell, Baked Baked Alaska used to actually follow me on Instagram back back in the day, back when uh. Back when he was Milo's uh, manager, or whatever, I I was I was actually gonna have Milo on uh, on the Whitfield report uh, way back uh, way back when, like in early twenty, like in late twenty sixteen, uh, and then when it, and then the uh, you know and then his whole turn turn from uh, Milo happened where he joined the uh Wignats. So and uh yeah. Oh boy, yeah, baked is ba baked is uh baked is an S T D. He just won't go away no matter uh you know how you know matter no matter what you do, he he just keeps showing back up. He's like a bad ex that way. Invitation to Mersh. I, I'm giving him 60 days. 60 days, October 1st. Let's do the fight. It'll be a boxing match. We'll stream it and all that. 
Tampa, Florida. Let's make it happen. So you guys got to press him because I'm down. I'm going to be there if he shows or not, you know, October 1st. So um, and Mersh, press I him about it. I yeah. challenge your boyfriend, Mersh. I challenge your boyfriend to boxing. 60-day notice. You definitely won that exchange. Yeah, I don't. I, I had boxing gloves in the car. I was ready to fight him right there on the street. But he wanted to waddle away like a fucking bitch. So let's let's organize it now. You made his friends laugh at him for being fat. I know exactly. Like my uh, Carl, the streamer. Carl's friends with Mersh, and like he even messaged me. He's like, "Damn, Mersh is fucking fat." And he's like, "And you're a January 6th defendant." He's like, "He's gotta leave you alone, man. Like you're you're an American hero." So he, even his friend Carl's calling him fucking fat ass. Um, Yeah, so, hey, yeah. And I don't know if, be, I don't know, for those of you who are wondering, I'm, I'm like, I'm 35 minutes away from, from Tampa myself. I'm not sure if I'm going to go, if I'm going to go to the uh, event or whatnot, if, if this happens. Um, I know that like a I know that like a while ago people were like saying I should grab beers with uh with Mersh and Royce if I were ever in Orlando or something. Uh but yeah, I mean hon honestly um I mean I mean Bruce City is gonna be in Florida in a few weeks, so we're we're planning on uh, meeting up maybe. So you know, so you know, it's not like I haven't met you know my internet friends um before, but I I prefer to keep you know I prefer to keep my meetups with my internet friends in my circle, so to speak. But yeah, that uh that was that was funny. So. Uh, you know, if the fight happens, I guess, uh, I may or may not have to get tickets. We'll, we will see. And, uh, you know, I'll probably, if that does happen, I'll probably mobile stream it on Odyssey or something. But anyway. Well, folks, I, uh, I think that just about does it for the show. Uh, considering I didn't really have any show notes and whatnot, I think that went pretty swell. Uh... Unless anyone has any like last minute topics or anything uh, to bring up, we can review the results of the uh, poll for tonight. Which let me see what that is. Uh, if no one has voted in the poll yet, uh, now is a good time to do so for the live ch chatters. All right. So, 100% of the votes uh, said no. They're not watching the Olympics. So. Yeah, that, so those were the results. So, yeah. Uh, looks like I'm not the one that just doesn't care about the Olympics. So, that's the way the cookie crumbles with that, I guess. But Adam, wait, right, folks. I want to thank you guys for uh, tuning into the show. Uh, really appreciate everyone who came in and 
dropped by. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of everything. We got a little bit of uh, COVID, a little bit of politics. We got a little bit of uh, Mersh waddling down uh, Tampa. I was trying to see if I could recommend if I could recognize any of the restaurants in that video, but I couldn't. But yeah, that that was that was funny. So uh, you know, thanks for that, Johnny. That was uh, that was great. If I do say so myself. Alright folks, uh, well that just about does it for the show, so I want to thank you all for tuning in, uh, from all of your NGC studios, have a good night, God bless, God save this great nation, God friend of legacy in that order, and I will see you on the next episode of the Withhold Report podcast, uh, until then, good night and God bless. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.